Welcome to episode number 259, The Next Level Part 2. This is the Rotated Views Podcast with Jimmy Lee and the crew, giving you life from various perspectives. Welcome to our level. We hope you enjoy the views. Brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. Visit bl3ssed.com to get blessed. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. All right, you are now tuned in to the Rotated Views Podcast. I am your host, Jimmy Lee Velez. I'm here with Gabe Goose. Trey and Steven Adams, The Next Level Part 2. In this episode, we have special guests Trey Hall and Steven Adams. We cover topics that range from sports talk, self-help, the development league, fatherhood, teaching, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Jackie Joyner, Kersey, and Larry Brown. Guys, if you're new, thank you for joining us. Don't forget to download and subscribe. We drop a new episode every Tuesday morning for your listening pleasure. Kicking things off. Gentlemen, thank you for joining us once again. We appreciate it. Thank you for having us, yeah, Jamie. Appreciate, appreciate it, man. It, man. Yeah, back. absolutely. So, uh, you know, Trey has been a, uh, he's like an extension of the of uh, the crew yeah. at this point, right? <laughs> yes. I mean, how yes. many episodes have you been on? Probably 10 or so, right? At least eight, probably It's up 10. there, yeah. It's up there. So uh, you you can find him, but specifically, this is part two with Steven Adams. You could catch him on episode 240, which I believe was earlier this year, uh, around April-ish time. But uh, for uh, those of us who do not know who you are and what you do, let us know, Steven Adams. (laughs) What's up, boy? Well, first, it's great to be here in-house, obviously, which was the last time we did the Zoom interview. So Yes. uh, Big difference. Yeah, big difference. Good to see you guys. (laughs) For sure. Um, But uh, I am Steven Adams. Um, come from Hamilton, New Jersey. I'm a punter, uh, free agent punter right now. Um, played at Delaware Valley University uh, 2015 to 2019, two-time All-American. Um, and I say it proudly, come from small school, small town, Hamilton, New Jersey. And uh, yeah, that's really it. That's who I am. I love it. I absolutely <laughs> love it. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> Hear that talk? I like it. <laughs> and Trey, for those of us who do not know who you are and what you do, let us know. Of course, of course. Trey Hall, uh, some small town as well, about 20 minutes north, mm-hmm. Stephen here, uh, South Brunswick. Uh, me and him met at DelVal. Currently, I uh, I work in pharma, but I also own my own nonprofit organization, which we give back to the community three ways, through financial education or financial literacy, uh, peer discussion groups to allow kids, you know, that platform to really get their voice out there. Of course, we as adults often don't feel like we have that platform as well. And last but not least, you know, our can drives and food drives. Just We just did a drive actually last week at uh, Mitchell Elementary School in uh, Southwest Philadelphia. Give about 400 kids, you know, book bags, um, folders, you know, notebooks, pens, pencils. I saw I saw that video, uh, or one of the videos. How did that even come about? You know, it's crazy. DelVal, Tim Scott. Wow. Big Tim Scott. Boys are making a difference, man. DelVal's making a difference. No, because typically, you know, know, uh, I say this every time we have Trey on, he's legit and he has these drives these food but it's typically a food drive right mm-hmm. and this was i saw school supplies so it was totally yes, different obviously it's uh you know we're back in sessions now yeah. september <laughs> Absolutely. Thank so you. uh yeah. beautiful things man we appreciate it no um all right so uh steven let's jump right in at sports mm-hmm. talk uh last time you were on the show a lot has changed. Yes, uh, you were training for the next level, and uh, talk a little bit about uh, how far you've come. Several changes, uh, the development league, just 
let us know fill us in sure man uh it was it was crazy i think the last time we spoke you know i was kind of on the fence of where things were gonna go yeah, and man. Uh, really unclear and a couple weeks later i got a call from uh, coach ted Cottrell, and uh it was it was just a dream come true man just the opportunity to play ball again um you know outside of college um you know one of the few to say i have so um right then and there it was a dream coming true but you know when i got down to houston um, you know, again, it was all business. It was back to playing ball again. And again, I wanted to prove Coach Cottrell right and yeah. bringing me on. Yeah. Um, you know, part of the reason that, you know, he even brought me on was we have that Del Val connection. Uh, yeah. Tech Cottrell, you know, he played back in the day at Del Val. I mean, he's a legend. Um, but, you know, he brought, he, he had said, you know, we got to rep Del Val. We got to do it the right way. And I took that to heart. So, you know, I appreciated the opportunity. I uh, really got an opportunity to, you know, we, we had one of the, I think, worst offenses in the league. So, you know, I had a chance to, to showcase, you know, what I did and who I am. And I thought I did that in a, a very high fashion. And, um, you know, here we are today. I love it. I love it. So, so explain a little, where, where did you have to go? Where, you know, uh, you know, how, how does that even work? Once you get the phone call, what happens? Yeah. So there was a couple weeks in between uh, when I got the phone call and when I ended up going down. Um, but, you know, we pretty much arranged all the travel plans and then uh, we had flown down to Houston. I played in one of the four teams that was in the Houston division uh, with the Blues. Um, and there was another four teams in Indianapolis, uh, which ended up competing at the end for the championship. So uh, I was in Houston for about eight weeks wow. um, and it was an awesome experience. Uh, you know, we got put up in, in the Hilton and, and, you know, they took care of us. And, uh, you know, that was our, you know, our pay for being there, essentially. So, yeah, um, you know, it was a great opportunity to, to be in a professional environment, work with professional coaches and, and, you know, play on national television and, again, showcase my abilities. And I'm very thankful for the opportunity. That's so cool, man. So, 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 what happens from here? Is there um, any steps steps afterwards, or is kind of uh, you know you showcased uh, your skills, and maybe something in the future can happen? Like, how does that work? Yeah, I mean, now the film's out there. Like, I think what, what was really important for a guy like me, um, you know, coming from a small school at Delval, um, you know, we don't get that national recognition, that that you know attention that D one programs you exactly. know bring to the table. So. Um, for me, I kind of needed to be on a national stage. You know, can I play on national TV? I think that was important to show right away. Um, but then it's also, you know, playing with the, just the pressure of being in a professional environment. What's that, what's that look like? Yeah. Um, I got a chance to show, you know, my, how I developed from, you know, once I left year one to year two to now, you know, being two and a half years out, show them that development and that progress. Yeah. Um, so now we're just really at a point where um, it's up to the teams, you yeah. know, to see that film. Um, the, you know, if they like it, then they'll work you out, bring you in. And, you know, if like that goes well, it's an opportunity from there. Um, but, you know, if maybe you didn't do enough, you know, maybe the opportunities won't come. So, yeah, um, right now it's really just at that point where it's up to the teams to make the calls. So explain a little bit about what's in, in your opinion or uh, your experience. Is there a difference and what is that difference uh, when it comes to not necessarily coaching, but the locker room, the environment? Is there any difference or is it did it bring you back into that? Holy smokes, I love uh, this Yeah, feeling. I mean, like, football is football, right? Yeah. So, you know, being in the football environment is going to get you pumped up. And, yeah. and, you know, it took me back for real. Um, I, I, You know, I'm not saying that it, it's not possible, but for me being there for only, you know, six to eight weeks playing with those guys, it, it made it very hard for you to connect with everybody. 100%. Like, you have the opportunity to connect with guys in college. So, you That's know, when I look at my yeah. experience from the spring league and compare it with Del Val, it's like night and day because – you know, Del Val, you know, I got my brothers there, you know, I yeah. built lifelong bonds. I mean, we were grinding for four straight years together. Yeah. You know, some of us four and a half, five. Yeah. Um, you know, and then. Yeah. <laughs> Why'd you look at yeah. Trey? Because yeah. yeah, exactly. he knows, he knows what I'm saying. Um, Stretch it out as much as you can. 
No, but then with the spring league, and and you know it was cool, man. Like you know, being in that professional environment, you know, we're all you know got guys who've been in the league, been around. You got guys like myself who had it, and then everywhere in between. So, yeah. um, it was good to you know just get to know those guys and 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 to be with them and learn from them. Yeah. Um, but I just didn't think it was a long enough time period for us to really like build that cohesion that a lot of teams build. Yeah, I love it, and and and. So when you come back, what was that like? Are you just saying in your mind, like, I did my thing, you're, you feel good about what you did, and it's like, life continues, and once I get that call? Yeah, I mean, I, I, I felt there leaving, I was the best punter in the spring league. Wow. Mm-hmm. Um, and I, I don't believe that I'm the only one who feels that way. Yeah. Um, you know, I've had my head coach double down on that, and he felt the same way. And, I love it. Um, you know, coaches from around the league felt the same. Um, so coming out of that 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 time playing there really felt like something was going to shake my way. Yeah. Like some, some opportunity was going to come out the gate, um, whether it was just a workout, whether it was a camp invite, something like my whole thought process was, you know, if I can show them now here in June, uh, May and June that, you know, I can play, I can do the same thing in August. When you see me in camp, I do the same thing in September. So, Absolutely. you know, just kind of carry that momentum into that, those opportunities. And it's just been a little quiet. Yeah. You know, I haven't really been sure why that's the case. Yeah. Um, again, you know, I, I, I averaged 47 yards a punt. Wow. Uh, the net was, was 39 and a half. So again, when you're working in those scenarios, like it's pretty solid. It's only eight yards of return. Yeah. Um, and again, like, I put the film out there. I thought I feel very confident in what I did, but it's just been too quiet. So yeah. I actually, I made a move myself, just just a personal business decision. I ended up moving on from my agent, um, and I've, I've now hired with a new, a new agent with a new agency. Um, so you know, I'm just trying to take any steps I can to get my foot in the door and, and get these opportunities, man, because I feel like they're they're due. I love that, man. Um, so explain how the how the agent and the you know the pro- how that process works, and in your opinion. What, they're, what they should be doing. I feel like an agent, like, their job is to facilitate opportunities for you. Like, yeah. point being, they know more people than you do. Of course. And, and they've been around in this environment. You know, they've worked through. They've got contracts done. They've done all of these, you know, very professional things to the point where they have these relationships that they can count on and they can get your foot in the door. Like, that's what I think an agent is for. Um, unless, you know, you're like a first-round pick where you have an agent to ultimately help you with your finances and, sure. you know, facilitate business decisions and stuff like that. Sure. I'm not there, obviously. Sure. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm a D3 punter. Yeah. And for me, like, you know, in my opinion, my, my agent has to represent me the way, like, if I, could, if I had the same connections, I would represent myself. You know, they're, they're an extension of you. They're a part of your team. Um, and they got to be willing to go to bat for you and just, you know, do whatever they can to get you these opportunities because the benefits are there for both of you. you Absolutely. Know what I mean? like, not only financially, but, you know, he gets another player who or he or she gets another player in the business. And, you know, that's more promo for them, for them and them, it's recognition. Yeah. So it's kind of a hand in hand thing. And you guys work together, collaborate. And um, I guess I just wasn't there with this yeah. agent I had before. Yeah. Um, you know, great guy. Um, I appreciate all the work he did for me. Yeah. Um, but I just felt it was a good time for me to go in a different direction and, and see what I could do for myself. Because, you know, as you guys know, I'm at this crosshairs in my life where I got yeah. a lot of things going on and, you yeah. know, big things coming. And, you know, I kind of want clarity. Like, if it's not there and a team feels like it's not there, I can accept that as a man. 100%. Just like I told you guys, like, I, leave, I left the spring league very proud and very happy with what I did. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, that's an opportunity post-college, which is all I wanted, just one opportunity. So if that was the case, I'd do it. But, you know, if at, at the same time, it's like, okay, well, we did all that. So, yeah. like, if something can come from it, I want it to come from because yeah. it's going to put my family in the best position. Absolutely. Absolutely. Man, I felt like, um, so obviously having you on uh, on a previous episode, just listening to the backstory, 
I genuinely, and I get the chills. I feel like every last time we were on there, I said the same thing. I genuinely feel like you're doing everything that you're supposed to be doing. Yeah. There's you're not. There's no missteps. You literally everything they've asked you to do, you've done, and then superseded expectations and everything. Sure. So for the folks who didn't listen to 240, can you explain what, all the work you did between 2019 and, and leading up to that phone call in, in the in the spring? Yeah, um, you know I've really you know went out on a limb and uh, went down to Texas uh, co- coming out of uh, college at DelVal and I had an invite at this college gridiron showcase. I was one of the only division, I think I was the only division three punter there. Amazing. Um, and, you know, had a chance to compete in front of these guys in front of scouts and, you know, I, I didn't get any love from the scouts. Yeah. <laughs> it was okay though because yeah, yeah. I met, you know, you know, one of my, my biggest, you know, proponents in all of this, Mike McCabe. Um, who saw something in me? He, yeah. he saw the talent. He saw what I needed somebody to see in me this whole time type of deal. So, yeah. um, linked with him, and I've constantly over the last two years been traveling from Jersey to Alabama to Florida to uh, Atlanta to Houston. I mean Texas. I mean all over the place to train with this guy and to ultimately try and put myself in the best position to get recognition. Um, you know, first year coming out, I didn't feel like I was ready mentally. You know, I needed to mature a little bit. I needed to grow up. Um, and then, you know, on the other side of that as well, I needed to actually learn the position Yeah. and understand the technique and apply what I was learning. Um, and sure enough, you know, things have come together really well for me. Um, I think I've shown that in front of the scouts. Um, I think I've shown that to him. And, and he's found, you know, it worth his time to continue to work with me and invest his time into me. So, um, you know, it's just been a grind nonstop. And, um, you know, when I got that call in, in, in uh, April, you know, that I had this opportunity to play ball again, I mean, it was just like, finally, like mm. weight off the shoulders, finally, like I get a chance to Bro, so that was literally two weeks after our show. Yep. Cause our show, mm-hmm. I just said that our show was yep. in April. Yep. Yep. I mean, <laughs> and I was telling the guys, I'm like, yo, he like spoke that into existence. That was the craziest, like. Um, I do, I manifest things all the time and, and I, and you know, I work it the way I do, but to physically watch someone else do it, like it before my eyes and I saw it before the phone call, but I told you that before I was like, dude, you could just, he, he got it. There's something mm-hmm. he has it, whatever mm-hmm. it is. So they need you at this point is the way I kept seeing it. I'm like, dude, the league needs you. Right. Appreciate that. Um, and, and it was just something special. Uh, and then. Like I keep going back to you, it's like you did everything you were asked and more. You did way mm-hmm. more. That's what it feels like. Um, and so uh, I appreciate even then the move. Like a lot of people just stay stuck. Like, well, I guess it is what it is. The agent, you know, I guess he didn't really work. The, you know, what the expectations or what I thought, you know, was the best result. And you moved on to another one. It's like, yo, my man's really doing everything possible to yeah. put himself in a good position. Like, I'm going to exhaust all options, man. Like, I love yeah, that. It's my dream. You know max what I mean? Out. And, and yeah, you got to stay persistent with the things you want in life. You know what I mean? And, um, you know, in this time, you know, when I'm, you know, everybody knows I'm, I'm going to have a child. I'm going to have, I'm going to be a father soon here. Yeah. I want to show my kid, like, you do everything you can to live out your dreams and make things come to reality, man, because it's possible. You know, yeah. you just got to work for it. That's yeah. it, bro. Remember we had those bracelets in mm-hmm. camp? It used to say all in. And all we kind of, we took it from a, uh, I think I mentioned something about when you go to a casino, you see people and they really go all in. Like they're either all in or all out with the last couple of dollars. They call it mm. full tilt. Full <laughs> tilt, yeah. yeah. Like what are you going to do when, that, when, like, are you really going to invest everything you have into it? And come out reward, or you're gonna just wait it out and see what you know what I mean? Yeah. So sometimes you got to take advantage. You really got to be all in with whatever you really want to do. 
So my basic observation from the last time we talked, you seem way more confident than, uh, and not that you weren't confident before, just, there's just like a stone cold look in your eyes. You're just like, (laughs) I did everything. Now you're just like, come on universe, like put this together because I did everything you asked me to do. I'm really, and and I don't want that to come off the wrong way because I I really No, it's in a healthy way. Yeah, I'm just saying like, I really am still putting in the work and I'm I'm doing, you know, a lot of work on the mental side of things right now. Um, which I just think is important, man. Like I've, I've shifted my focus. Um, I'm, I'm locked in on everything I want, and and it's also it's it's kind of to the point where it's like I need it. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like yeah. like I feel close enough to the point where like I can like almost touch it. Yeah. And it's like once it's once it's there, once it's obtained, once I can grab it, I'm going to, and I'm gonna yeah. run with it. And, yeah. Um, I'm just really excited for that. I'm just you know being patient. Um, pay, putting my time in, paying my dues, and and I know it'll come around because I, I truly believe good things come to those who work hard. Mm-hmm. What was the, the, the biggest lesson learned, I guess, this year from the time we spoke um, in April to now uh, it's September? Um, and it could be anything. What was your biggest lessons learned that allowed you to grow mentally? I, I, w- I would say it's, it's just to be patient, yeah. you know, like, and, and that's easy to say, very hard to do. But, you know, it's just like really be patient with yourself first. Um, you know, take your time. Don't rush. Like, you know, everybody says trust the process. I'm not going to say that. I- I'm just saying, like, just don't rush you. Yeah. Like, I feel like a lot of times, like, you know, we want to be somewhere and we're just not there. And it's like, okay, well, how can I t- fast track this to get there? And we try to force it. And when you try to force it, it's like you're not doing it naturally. So if it doesn't come natural to you, then it- it's probably not for you. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? So um, I just had to take a step back and, and slow down a little bit and just understand, like, this is a blessing that I still have the opportunity to play ball. Like, I'm 25 years old. Um, you know, I'm coming off my first professional opportunity and, and, you know, hopefully more things on the way. But it's the point that, like, I'm still having these opportunities to live out my dream. And I'm still here and I'm still fighting and I'm, I'm, I'm kicking and I'm going at it. And I'm, that's how I'm going to go out. You know yeah. what I mean? Like, if I'm going to go out, that's the best way to go out is fighting. So that's what I'm going to do. Just keep fighting. I love it. All right, so you talked a little bit about working on your mental. So speak a little bit about self-help and um, is there anything you're doing to make those adjustments and become stronger upstairs? Like, are you reading books? Are you talking to someone? Um, explain a little bit about that process. Yeah, I think, you know, it's it's definitely like continue to communicate with your team like yeah. at all times, man. Like yeah. keep the people who are close to you close to you. Like, yeah. you know, don't be afraid to, to express your feelings and share who you are. Like yeah. you got nothing to hold back with those people. You know what yeah. I mean? Like sometimes you put on a front and it's like you want to be tough and you want to be strong, but it's like you can be vulnerable yeah. and expose these feelings and emotions and you're still going to be okay. Yeah. You know what I mean? Um for me, I would say it's just, you know, keeping up with my people, continuing to pray, um, and, and, and just, you know, honestly, just, just any thoughts, like, if I have to write them out, write them out. If I have to say it, say it. Like, you know, there's sometimes I mess around, and I'm just in the car, and I, and I like, rap or something. Like, yeah. I'm not a good rapper, but, like, I'll do it just to express yeah. that shit and get yeah. some, some stuff out of me, you know what yeah. I mean? Like, you know, but I've just found that very healthy to just, like, write stuff out and then see it. It's like, does this thought make sense? And if it makes sense, then great. Like, okay, now you're thinking a good way. But if it doesn't and it's, like, questionable, it's, like, at least you see it and you visually are seeing, like, that's what's in my mind. Mm. And you got it out. So now it's moving forward from that. So talk a little bit about the, those around you, right? Like, what kind of feedback are they um, – like, talk about what it is to have a good team around you. Because I've been fortunate enough to have a, a dope team around me my right. whole life. Yeah. Uh, my family's very tight-knit. Um, it's just, you know, part of our culture, but 
I've, I didn't take that for granted ever. And so I've, we've capitalized on it on that in a healthy way where we've all had the ability to grow and learn off of each other um, and, and get feedback. Sometimes not the feedback you want to hear, uh, but it's the feedback you need to hear. Um, so, so talk about that. That's the most important part is right there. Yeah. It's like transparency. Yeah. Like I feel like the most genuine, like fluent relationships are the ones where you're just being authentic and real yeah. and not holding back. Yeah. Um, you know, you have to be able to hear some, like you're saying that tough stuff, that, yeah. that stuff that like you don't want to accept yourself, yeah. but it's the point that those people are willing to tell you that because it's for the better for you in the long run. Um, overlooking your feelings and, and really just, you know, looking out for your best interest. Yeah. Um, so that's, you know, to me, the biggest thing, like with your team, like your team's got to be solid and not afraid to tell you when you're wrong yeah. or even tell you when you're right. Not just going to give you praise all the time, but also not just going to give you hate. Like they have that very healthy balance and being in between and keeping you level because, you know, it's, you know, obviously it's cool, you know, when you got friends who joke with each other all the time, but if all they're doing is joking all the time, yeah, then that probably means that's all you're doing. So what are you doing seriously together? You know, that environment, is that healthy for you? Is that going to be the most beneficial environment for you? Yeah. Is it going to keep you on track? Are your priorities straight? Um, all those things come into factor. So it's really just evaluating that on a deeper level and understanding, like, you know, if this relationship isn't the best for me, not being afraid to walk away from it and just understanding, like, 5, 10, 12 years from now, I'm going to be better off because of that. So one of the biggest things I've said, and I hadn't said in a while, so I'm going to, I think it's valuable to, you know, maybe kids or someone else listening out there who needs to hear it. Having, having the support from those around you because they strictly just love you versus um, them truly believing in you and in, in your dreams, what ha what, you have to do your part in that, right? They have to see you actually working. They have to see you actually going after things. Is there's like a misconception? It's like, oh, you don't support me in anything. Too. It's like, yeah, because it's kind of like we say. Every time I see you, you're joking around. I don't. I can't. How am I supposed to take you serious if you can't even take yourself serious? Right. Or you're not taking what you're saying serious enough. Um, where's the sacrifice at? Where's the hard work? Like, once you put that stuff in. I, Dude, I'll, I'll go with you. Whatever you got to do, I'll back you up. I'll support you and everything. But it's hard. Um, uh, maybe if you're not getting the support, maybe chin check yourself or look yourself in the mirror. Are you doing everything you possibly can to get that support and earn that support too? Because um, a lot of times it doesn't necessarily have to come from, quote, family members. It could be that really good friend who's always putting you on or always has that healthy conversation with you like i have a buddy that we barely ever see each other. well first of all he lives in california and i live in pennsylvania um but when we get on the phone yo it's like not that it's cutthroat but we're going straight at each other like dude what are you doing you got to blah 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 and he's yeah. coming right back at me dude we got i feel so good uh leaving those conversations i know he's working his tail off and he knows i'm working my yeah. tail off um can you can you talk a little bit about on that yeah i mean you know it could even go you know down to a relationship like monetary's like you know he texts me he's like hey go get it you yeah. know or, or even our friend bugs i know you guys have had bugs yeah. on the show um he'll, he'll text me, hey bro hey go go be great today you know mm -hmm. what i mean uh those little things they 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 spark something in you i don't know when you're motivated they should yeah and i i feel like you know whether it's your best friend or, or whether, you know, it was a, a college teammate or, or, or a roommate or whatever the case may be, like, if they're pushing you to be better, there's somebody you should want around. Yeah. And vice versa, mm -hmm. if they're pushing themselves to be better, like, you should want them around. Yes. Because, like, I, I've, I've said it a thousand times, like, you're a product of your environment. Yeah. And you're going to fall into, you know, whatever is going on around you. If it's positive, then you're, you're probably going to be on a positive note. 
And if it's negative, you're going to fall off. So it's about just finding people who want to be as successful as you do and then want you to be as successful as you do. I love it. So where do you where do you want to see yourself? Uh, how, how do you want 2021 to end and 2022 to start? If you, um, if you could if you could just pen it out right here. I mean, the tangible stuff, I mean, I, I guess like would just be, you know, to be with a roster in some fashion, whether it's practice squad on the active roster um, and competing again, you know, yeah. putting on the helmet and playing ball again. Um, that's the goal. You know, that's why I'm working the way I am. And that's yeah. why, you know, I'm continuing to stay on this track and staying in the business and the game. Um, you know, but ultimately, like the biggest thing I want for myself is just to keep finding ways to learn every day. Like if I do that, I know I'm just going to continue to get better as a man. And, and that's really just what I want for myself. I think that's what's going to put me in the best position. You know, no matter where I end up, it's what's going to be, you know, the best for my girl. It's what's going to be the best for my son. Um, and it's what's going to be best for the people around me, my family and my friends. So, um, you know, I'm just really eager to continue to grow. Um, and just to continue to find, you know, learn more about myself so I can continue to be the best version of myself. I love it. Mm -hmm. So, so Trey, on outside looking in, but at a, at a closer range uh, mm -hmm. than anyone else possibly listening, you know, what, what do you see Steven Adams for? You, I mean, you reached out to me. He's like, yo, we got to get him back on. Mm -hmm. um, and I know you saw even like the, the mind shift on him growing mm -hmm. as a man. So, so speak on that and, and you know your relationship yeah the relationship is is very unique because again when we first met the first thing you say living coming from jersey being pa all right what part of jersey you're from right you know you break that ice you get comfortable with that and then you see especially at at that at del val see we don't have it's not like a d1 school when you bring in a certain amount of people we bring in whoever we bring in the yeah. best of the best you come yeah. from temple Wherever you come from, yeah. your top like he's won two championships as a quarterback in high school. Yeah, like they bring in the best of the best, like no joke. So, just seeing the patience that it it took him to transition from a quarterback to be a punter at the college level was amazing. And then on top of that, the grind that he put in and me being older than him, seeing him getting us together and how to like yo, let's be more disciplined. Not talk about what we're gonna do after practice, but let's zone in right now. While we're in the weight room, let's be in the weight room. Yeah. You see his discipline. You see how bad he wants it. Yeah. And you just seen the growth and growth and growth. Me being on the bunt team as well, watching him boot it over my head. I'm like, yo, what? Like, he's really <laughs> doing this thing. Like, we yeah. really got to run. I'm like, yo, Steven, please, like, kick it out of bounds, bro. If you can't, <laughs> I'm tired. We get ready for defense next. Like, if you, you just see how bad he really wants it, his passion. And that's the same thing that Oil Money to the Moon is about. Hard work, dedication, focus, and that sacrifice. He could do everything he wants in the world right now to just relax and call it a day. Like, he could be at home, man, just complaining about his nine to five. But everybody here is taking a little sacrifice and doing that little extra in their life. Mm. And he's doing, like you say, he got two boots on and two pair of socks. So he's doing double duties, being a dad, playing football, having a social life. Like you said, that's somebody you want to be around. If he could have balance, he could, I don't need to talk to him every day. And of as, long as, as long as I know his mental health is good. That's all that matters. So sure. seeing that, it motivates me every day to keep going, even when I'm tired too. Like yesterday was just a holiday. We could have just been like, yo, we'll push it back another week. Yeah. You know, like let's get it done this week. Yeah. So that's what it takes. I love it. Um all right, Steve. Appreciate so, that, by the way, bro. Yeah. Big dog. I appreciate sitting <laughs> next to you, man. That's a beautiful thing. <laughs> um so let's talk about that, right? Let's talk about the work life experience, balance, whatever you want to call it. I know um people look at it differently um 
what how are you managing all these moving parts uh for you what works for you I don't know, man. I like, I, I, I'm gonna give a lot of kudos to my girl. <laughs> She's putting up with a lot. You know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For um, sure. uh, but yeah, I, I don't know. Like, I'm, I'm still just getting my feet wet in the game, honestly. Um, you know, my son's he hasn't even been born yet. But yeah. you know, we've been doing a lot of prep for it and just taking you know the precautions we can with, with you know our health and everything, um, as well as you know getting everything set up in terms of like you know the bassinet and the yeah. you know getting the clothes washed and put away. You know yeah. all that little stuff. So it's been fun though. You yeah. know, like going through that experience with her and sharing that um, with her. So. I'm just getting prepped for everything. So it's been doing that. And then, you know, I'm starting up this new teaching job um, that, you know, I'm really excited about. Um, it's it's with Brookfield Academy. Um, and I'm working as a homebound teacher where, you know, I'm going to hospitals and working with inpatient and outpatient students who oh, you know, wow. suffer from either special education needs or behavioral needs. Yeah. Um, so I'm really excited about it. It's a good opportunity for me. Um, and, you know, obviously, you know, it allows me to do the things I want to do still, take care of my family, be with my family and, you know, have the flexibility to still train and play football. So, um, you know, it's a lot, you know, there's a yeah. lot of moving parts there. And, yeah. um, you know, I say that a lot, but, um, you know, I, I've always been the one to take a lot on my shoulders and, and to take it strong. Like if it's going to come, it's going to come and I'm going to deal with it and just deal with it head on. And I feel like that's what I've done had to take these steps you know just as a man to do what you have to do and um i feel like i've put myself in a good position you know with all the things that i've had to do so far um so right now it kind of feels like you know just keep doing the things i'm doing with the school I'll keep training and and you know just ultimately like i said keep trying to be the best i can be as a person and and it's going to come together the way it's supposed to yeah absolutely yeah um so you graduated from del val so you you um What's your degree in, and then how'd you shift? Like, you always knew you wanted to be a teacher? Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm a secondary ed major. Um, So I always knew I wanted to teach, Um, definitely wanted to coach. I mean, I've really coached for most of my life. Since I was 10 years old, I've been coaching. Um, You know, at that time, it was basketball, and now I've transitioned into football coaching. But still, um, you know, I've coached for a long time. So I've always liked working with kids, whether, you know, they were younger than me, whether it was my peers. and I feel like that's always come with the territory as well. Like, you know, if I was um, an upperclassman, say, and, you know, I'm working with an underclassman, you know, I'm, I'm coaching them, like I'm yeah. working with them. So it's always just kind of come naturally to me. My dad's a coach. Um, spent a lot of time with my dad growing up. You know, he coached me, um, put me around a ton of great coaches as well. So I just kind of feel like I have a really good, um, you know, just just a ton of knowledge right now yeah. that I can share with kids yeah. and ultimately, you know, perspective as well, you know, my, through my experiences and, um, you know, ultimately just give them, you know, different perspective now to help level them out as high schoolers. And, and again, just put them in the best position to be successful, you know, like that's just what's most important to me, uh, you know, being in this role is giving them feedback that's going to be positive enough for them to, you know, continue to do the things they want to do and they're passionate about. I love it. I love it. That's um, crazy. Matter of fact, you know what's crazy? I'm thinking about it now. Well, two things. One, I went to Delval for business, and I have no idea why I went. I just <laughs> yeah. needed a degree, <laughs> yeah. so I, I just picked business. But him and John Jones, yes, special ed that teachers. Was first, was the first thing I thought of. Actually. Yeah, special ed teachers. We were just all together. Me, you and John Jones yep. at yep. Delval's game two weeks ago. Yeah. Just thought about it. So they're doing amazing things, man. Legendary. It's just the opportunity to inspire. I don't know, man. Like, kids need inspirations outside yeah. of, like, you know, making athletes their here, like, you know, just professional athletes. Like, they need to see role models, men. And, and you know, you got a couple examples in here. And, and, you know, there's plenty of, you know, examples of people like that out there. But if I'm not going to be in that professional athlete role, yeah, 
I still want to be in that position to inspire and change kids, you know, and help kids and, you know, do what I can for them. So I love it. Um, so, so explain a little bit about landing the, the, the job, right? What was, um, maybe a little bit about that process. Um, and, and maybe someone listening, uh, wanting to land a, a similar job, you know, what was the process like for you? Uh, I know we're in a totally different era uh, with, with these kinds of things. So explain a little bit about that. Sure. Um, the process was really difficult, actually. I, yeah. I started applying as soon as I got back from the Spring League wow. uh, for different different jobs. I wanted to start working right away, and it, yeah. it was kind of like I couldn't land the right gig. Yeah. Um, I really just kind of put myself out there. Um, I knew I had a bachelor's and that there's value in that. Of course. Um, I also trust my skills and, and, you know, the resume that I've put together over the years. So um, I really just kind of took a shot in the dark and just started applying to a ton of places. Um, I, I can pull up my Indeed right now. I can show you I had over 99 applications submitted. It's like wow. something, it's got to be near 150 applications submitted. Because wow. um, it's not yeah, showing yeah. the actual number. It says 99 plus, yeah. but it's, it's oh, got to be, right, right, right. it's got to really be near 150 applications that I submitted. Wow. You got to do. You got to You got to you got to be persistent. You got to be wow. persistent every and day. Yeah, so that's what I did. I, I just stayed at it um and I I interviewed. Like I maybe didn't land jobs, but I interviewed. Yeah. And I felt like during that time like I got a chance to refine those skills through the whole process. Yep. So like when I first got back, I was super choppy in my interviews like, yeah. you know, I'm stuttering, you know, yeah. I'm not really <laughs> saying the right things, you yeah. know. I'm um, kind of repeating myself a little bit. So it was just like, you know, no wonder I didn't get those jobs, but I yeah. started to catch on to that. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I started to get different jobs still continuing to reach out and I did the interviews and, you know, more second interviews came. Nice. Didn't get those jobs, but then it was like, all right, like now I, I saw what that looked like and it was yeah. just kind of like layers to it. Um, and then I just started to get offers, job offers after offers. And it kind of became like, a, like for me, like an opportunity to pick what I wanted to do, um, which was awesome. Um, so actually I had accepted a job um, to work in Chester PA uh, for power home remodeling. I was going to be in talent acquisition and um, you know, it was going to be a little bit of commute about an hour a day. Um, but I was just like, you know what? It's good money, good benefits, all this, like it puts me, you know, my family in a good position. Yeah. That's, I'll, I'll do it. It sounds fun. Yeah. Um, and then like I started to mull it over a little bit and I was yeah. like, ah, oh, that commute is going to be a, a, a lot. You know, yeah. it's going to, it's going to put a lot of stress on a lot of people around me. Yeah. Uh, you know, so I started to reevaluate a little bit and, um, kept interviewing during that time though. Like even though I accepted the position, I, I still wanted to work these skills and interview. Mm -hmm. and, and honestly, with the teaching job, uh, I took it, took the interview thinking like, oh, I'm probably only going to be able to interview here because, um, you know, they're not going to want me based on, you know, my situation and everything, you know, I got going on. And they ended up offering me the job right on the spot. Hmm. Wow. And I was just like, like, like serious. Like I thought it was a joke at first and they were like, no, like we're very impressed with you and we would love you to work for us and i was just like that's, that's i mean that's awesome wow. like, when 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 do i start essentially you know <laughs> yeah, yeah. um so you know ended up switching gears and, and getting into this teaching role and um spent the last couple of days there uh you know with our uh in service days and, and kind of just learning you know what i'm going to be doing and how i'm going to be working and uh it's exciting it's good stuff that's awesome um all right so so uh What's your recommendation to anyone trying to chase their dream on becoming uh, whatever it is they want to be, whether it's a professional athlete, a teacher, um, in your actual experience? Because a lot of times we do get some very cliche things, but sure. there's a reason why they're cliche is because a lot of those things are actually true. It's just as a genuine coming out of you know the person who's saying. So in, in your opinion, experience, recommendation, whatever you want to call it, Someone's out there literally doing 
wanting to become everything you're doing, what, what, what would you say to them? There's a lot. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> oh, man. The biggest thing I'd say, it, it, it ain't over till it's over, man. Yeah. Like, it ain't, mm-hmm. it's going to be over when you want it to be over. Yeah. So see, see that through the scope. Like, really understand what that means to yourself. Like, yeah. what does whatever you're doing mean to you? Yeah. Like, if it means a lot to you, you need to be putting everything into uh, achieving that and accomplishing that and doing mm. whatever you need to do to obtain it. And if you're not doing all of those things, it becomes a reevaluation. Okay, well, what am I doing wrong? What should I be doing right? You know, then it becomes a breakdown of, of you know, the little things, people around you, yourself. Are, are you treating yourself the way you need to be treated? Are you putting yourself in the best position? Are the people around you doing the same? Are they treating you right? Are they looking out for your best interests? Like, it becomes an entire thing, but it ain't over till it's over, man. Like, if you want it to be over and you want to put your time and uh, energy into something else, go do that. Yeah. But if you truly believe this is what you're supposed to do, you truly believe that this is your um, destiny, then go get it, man. Yeah. And, and th- go through the ups and downs of that process. Embrace every little part of that journey and understand that when you want it to be over, it will. But if you keep going and keep fighting, anything's possible, man. I love it. So, so uh, before we close things out, we'll do uh, Trey. We'll start with you. Any parting words, um, and then how folks can follow you and your mission. Of course, yes. We had a conversation before today. We just want to say uh, we all want to take a moment to check mental health. Mac Miller actually passed away three years ago, as of today. So definitely take a moment to check your mental health. If you feel like something's bothering you, even a little bit or a lot. Just tune in with somebody. Um, I think sometimes I'm over dramatic and I say, like, you know, I don't really have bad days, but like, we all do. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? It can't just be, oh, because I'm alive, it's a good day. Like, realistically, you're going to have a good day, but that's why they make tomorrows. And there's a lot of artificial stress. So if you can't control it, you can't stress it. That's the best thing I could tell you. You can't control it, you can't stress it. I love it. So, uh, yeah, you can follow me on Instagram. That's O M T T M underscore lifestyle and um as well as twitter omttm2 and uh, we have an announcement coming out later this month a big project coming out and uh, we've been working pretty hard but that's all i can say mr adams nice (laughs) closing words i mean yeah i mean absolutely uh rest in peace mac he was one of my favorite artists growing up um but no i just appreciate you guys having me back on you know always some great conversation um you know, I'm thankful that you know giving me this platform to share my story and, and to pass this message along to the to whether it's a kid, whether it's you know maybe somebody in the same position as me, uh, maybe it's somebody ten years older than me. I don't know, but yeah. um, I'm thankful for the opportunity to be on this platform and and, and share the story and talk. And uh, you know, anybody out there, like Trey said, man, if no matter what you're going through, and even if you're on your highs, keep up with your people. Um, you know, don't stop. You know, working on yourself and and keep you know trying to be the best version of you. I love it. You. And what's your uh if you want people following oh, you. Yeah, yeah. If you want to follow me, Instagram and Twitter, it's uh, S Adams, S A D A M S 8 underscore. I love it. All right. So thank you, gentlemen. We like to close things out with quotes. And the first one is by Jackie Joyner Kersey Age is no barrier, it's a limitation you put on your mind. And the second one is by Larry Brown. You have to do something in your life that is honorable and not cowardly if you are to live in peace with yourself. 
The next level, part two in this episode, we have special guests Trey Hall and Steven Adams. We cover topics that range from sports talk, self-help, the development league, fatherhood, teaching, and much more. We wrap the episode up with quotes from Jackie Joyner-Kersey and Larry Brown. Awesome. Guys, thanks again for joining us. The Rotated Views podcast was produced for self-development purposes. Huge shout out to our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by the Blessed Lifestyle brand. That is BL3SSED.com. Also sponsored by The Motivation Files Unleashed. This motivational mixtape will be your fuel for success. Available on all platforms. Guys, don't forget to visit the website, JimmyLeeVelez.com. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Rotated Views. If you have any inquiries or questions, email us at info at JimmyLeeVelez.com. On behalf of myself and the rest of the crew, we wish you massive success. Stay blessed.